I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. WTIC's Computer Talk with Tab is brought to you by GoNetSpeed, your choice for crazy fast fiber internet. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And that's Dennis Helnon. Dennis is on a, one of the engineers at our office, and he comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns, and we're very happy to have him here. Uh, I know you're all running out for milk and eggs um, and bread, but if you happen to have a computer problem before the hurricane, <laughs> feel free to give us a ring here this morning. 1-800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC are the numbers. And uh, we also are broadcasting live over on Facebook, over on WTIC's Facebook page. And if Zuckerberg deems the broadcast worthy, it may get to you. Really? We'll see. Okay. We'll see. So, as usual and customary, we have some uh, some technology news, and, and Dennis has a story he wanted to start with. Well, we have a ta- we have actually have a tale of two breaches. Ah, yes. They, Only two, huh? Two. Well, <laughs> it's these right now. two. Right. I'm sure there's others somewhere, yeah. but it's just these two. These involve cellular car- carriers. Okay. Now, first one is T-Mobile. Yeah. They were hacked, um, according to them, 7.8 million of their postpaid care, uh, users. Otherwise known as the mail. Right. They were, they <laughs> were, uh, they were hacked. Their right. information was hacked. Also, 40 million oh, people boy. who had applied for credit aye, aye, aye. were hacked. So, can you say identity theft is mm. coming down the pike for these? folks yeah, it's awful. really sad i've got this article on krebs on security but this made the news pretty oh, yeah. much everywhere because it's big it is big krebs will do a great job explaining the whole situation oh to you. right that's that's why this is the story i picked because yeah. there's useful information and lessons to be learned not just the news that there was a a hack a hack yeah so we'll put that link up there for you We're well worth it and again if you're a t-mobile customer but again our data is out there. I mean, our data has been out there. Exper- was it Experian, the actual credit agency that was right. hacked? So, and that was like, that's the third that was, biggest what, one. Right. And that was what, four years ago or so? Yeah. So the bad, and, the bad guys have it. Yeah. And they now the bad guys can take some of this data, right. put it together with that data. Well, match it up with your Facebook right. data where the where people ask you what your first car was or your first concert was or your favorite, your teacher. Favorite teacher was all on Facebook. <laughs> and you guys are dutifully... 
giving the bad guys the security co- the security questions that you've put in to lock your stuff down. You're giving I, them that information, guys. It's, uh, it's mind-boggling. I know. It's horrible. I can't believe people just still don't get it. And then we have another hack. Yes. But this one is more questionable. Okay. It's also bigger. All right. Oh, brother. This one involves AT&T. Oh, brother. Apparently, a hacker group has disclosed that they hacked AT&T to the tune of seven, 70 million customer records. Oh, my goodness. And they actually released a small bit of this data. Okay. Just to kind of, it's proof of life. Yeah. All right? Yeah, just to make sure that people realize, oh, we've got this stuff. Now, the funny thing about this hack is mm-hmm. AT&T is sort of denying that it's their data that was hacked. Oh, are they yes. saying it's a third party? Well, no, they don't say that. On they don't really say much. No. They just say, based, I'll even quote them, based yeah. on our investigation yesterday, the information that appeared in an internet chat room does not appear to have come from our systems. Hmm. And based on our investigation, no, we don't believe this was a breach of AT&T systems. All right. Now, why would they say that? I don't know. It may be that some of this data is records that they literally don't have, and they know they don't have them for people that are not in their systems. Right. And they would be able to say, yeah, this didn't come from us because we don't even have that. Yeah, the bad guys could have... But they don't say that. Right. The bad guys could have got got a third world to produce some Word documents with a lot of AT&T in them. Right. (laughs) And that's true. I mean, somebody could have just faked it just to make an impression. But... um, We'll see. Some of the experts say that uh, the day... The group that released it mm-hmm. has been known to hack before, gotcha. and they are, I don't want to use the word bona fide, because that no, I know. Is, has a more positive connotation, but, legitimate bad but guys. they really are bad guys, so mm. they really could have done what they say they did. All so. right. Well, speaking of the bad guys, I have a story here. This is from Gizmodo. Dallas Deple- uh, Police Department loses eight terabytes of crime data. Eight terabytes yep throwing court cases into chaos so this this uh, whole thing happened i guess um during a routine data migration now the word migration doesn't mean deletion it means take this data and move it from this spot to that spot and yes they, typically they, as a copy operation and right? they did yeah they did this in april this migration and they're just now saying that an employee accidentally deleted eight terabytes of its data worse the law enforcement agency and the city IT department took months to disclose this um, episode to other parts of the government. So, in fact, the mayor's office and the district attorney's office say they both just found out. It is August, right? This has happened in April, right. and they oh. just found out. Oh, well. So data migrations, guys, are generally you, you have the original system. Right. And you that's your fallback. That's if you screw up or you have a problem with a migration. I mean, Tab is doing migrations constantly for clients. Oh, and Eric, yeah. when you're migrating data, what is the first thing that you do? You make sure it's already backed up. Right. You yeah. check your backups first. Exactly. But again, even even if for some reason that didn't occur, you have the original because you're just copying it from point A to point B. And so for a routine data migration, the uh, the IT employee was just tasked with handling the problem, failed to follow proper established procedures. Well, deletion generally is not in the migration no, procedure. That's that's completely outside the procedures, I'm pretty sure. Now, the thing that's crazy here is they initially lost 22 terabytes of data. 
But they found 14, thankfully. They were recovered, somehow recovered for it. This guy deleted 22 terabytes of crime data. This is not just like Word documents for the, you know, the, the, the HR department or the police department. This is crime data. The remaining eight are considered to be unrecoverable. How is that possible? That, that would mean that they don't have a backup at all. Does? Right. That, I, yeah, they've never backed it up ever. Right. Does sound like something the government would do. Yes. Very plausible. Because um, we've talked about this at the DMV. They have audits that come out constantly with their old system. And even with the new system, the old system didn't have any kind of disaster recovery abilities. Right. The new system, when they installed it, the auditor said that the new one didn't have any disaster recovery either. I'm curious. I, I can't wait to find the next audit that comes out where they are going to say the same thing. But who, you know, it's the DMV. Um, but I digress. So now you got pending cases where you have missing files. So guess what? More bad guys are going loose. So there's going to be a lot of dismissed cases. Yeah. yeah crime data, not backed crime up. Crime data. And you, and you blow away 22 terabytes and you don't have a backup. I mean, it, the analogy is pretty much like building a boat with a hole in it. I mean, it's crazy, you know? It shouldn't happen. It, no, sh- it shouldn't happen. Never. Did you have anything else you want to bring up, Dennis? I do. Remember that story about Poly Network last week? Oh, yes. The, uh, oh, the, the cryptocurrency bank that got yeah, stolen. Yeah, the cryptocurrency yeah, the thief that yeah. stole a bunch of cryptocurrency bunch of fake money. and then gave some of it back. Gave most of it back. Most of it. Yeah, I think he wanted a half a million in fake, fake crypto, at least for Right. A- well, guess what? Hmm. They have decided to offer him the role of chief security advisor at now, their own company. I did read about this. There's, there's a <laughs> really? bit of a, there's a theory out there that thinks maybe this is a trap. Oh, right. I mean, you know, hey, you want a job? Come on in. We'll give oh, you a job. Yeah. And then they lock them. Oh, in. and it is in China. Right. So right. you can't can't really. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. I mean, it does sound. I mean, obviously, there's plenty of. Uh, Hackers that have turned into white hats. Kevin Mitnick being Kevin one of the Mitnick most. Kevin Mitnick is one of the most famous. Yeah, so he was oh. a famous black hat um, hacker, and he produced now a company called No Before yeah. that does a great job of security awareness training. And uh, you know, Kevin will scare the pants off you as far as what's out there, as far as how he can get as much data as he wants on you. And uh, yeah, and uh, apparently he never used any technological exploits. Right. Apparently, just... everything that he did was all. Uh, Social engineering, essentially. Yeah, and using the technology to get that's right information, there. and then use the technology the way it's meant to be used. But right. you've gained information to get to it, right? right? Yeah. So we'll see if this guy gets a job or not. I think the next story will be that he has been, you know, it's Chinese. He's locked up in a Chinese prison. And <laughs> <laughs> that could happen to him. a work camp um, or re-education camp. Who knows? Um, another quick story before we go to the news here. Before we go to a break. Uh, Tesla's in trouble again. Uh, the Federal Trade Commission is going to investigate Tesla over concerns the automaker is misleading people by exaggerating or misrepresenting the abilities of its vehicle's autopilot and self, full self-driving features. So, of course, this is uh, right up Blumenthal's alley. So it's Blumenthal and Markey uh, who are going after Tesla, going after Elon. Um, and, you know, I've said this before on the show, you know, even before I gained a better appreciation for Elon because he's an amazing guy. Uh, True. Uh, but I'm a little tired of paying a subsidy to people who can afford $80,000 vehicles, but we won't go there. <laughs> uh, you know, If you can afford an $80,000 vehicle, you don't need a subsidy. But I digress. This uh, Now, Blumenthal and Markey are going after Elon because they, they, they repeatedly overstate the capabilities of its vehicles. And again, the, the autopilot functionality is getting better with Tesla. 
Um, you know, but they keep running into the backs of emergency vehicles that are parked. And fire trucks and police cars are getting just ham- hammered by the Teslas flying into them. And you know, it's it's not autopilot, guys. It's 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 a it's it's much better than it was, and I'm sure Tesla drivers out there have used some of these enhanced features. But my my, my wife's Honda can do a lot of the test the things that Tesla can do. It keeps you in the lane. It keeps you at the right speed. I mean, yes, it's not going to take an exit, um, mm-hmm. whereas the Tesla is supposed to be able to do that. Really? But you got to hope there isn't a car parked on the exit because Tesla's going to possibly run into it. Uh, so we'll see what the FTC does here and what Blumenthal and Markey do because again, this is right up Blumenthal's alley, right up with a. You know, when they do blackouts on football games, he got that fixed. Um, so we'll see if this uh, what happens with this. But Elon, of course, is not happy about it. We'll put a link here for you. You can read the story. Uh, and, uh, of course, this is from my favorite little um, tech blog out there, The Register. Oh, yeah. And, uh, well, you know, they're snarky as always. But we'll put it out there for you to check out yourself. So we're going to get to your calls. Four lines wide open. I know you're rushing out to get your milk and your bread. I understand that. And I saw a guy at the gas station with 18, you know, Buckets being filled up. At least he wasn't using plastic bags, so we're good there. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, you know, I understand you guys are out there, but you're on the road. Feel free to give us a ring, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. Dennis and I will be here helping you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Everything we talk about is posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com by Mike G. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And we're going to be here until 11 o'clock. We are live. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Three lines open for you. And we we will do our best to help you out with computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Can't do anything about the rain coming. Um, And I know you're out there running to get your uh, milk and bread and gas up. So you're in the car. But if you need any help, we're going to be here to help you out. And speaking of needing help, our resident groupie is on the line. We probably triggered him. We talked about Mr. Elon. You there, Dan- Danny? Yes, I am. Did we trigger you? Yes, I'll tell you I'm not surprised that you say that magazine something that's snarky. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, was, uh, you just confessed. I mean, you just yeah. you just pulled your pants down. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, what can I say? I think that... that oh, I get it. It's snarky, but here's my favorite one. Yeah. It, yeah. Well, it, you know, poor, poor, poor Tesla, poor Elon getting, you know... Hey, that's hit the up. least of his problems. That is. He's got the environmental, um, the, uh, uh, in environmental uh, review going on down in Texas at Boca Chica, uh, environmental impact study. Hmm. And they may not give him a license to ever fly or launch from there again. They, they might shut him down. Yeah, I heard he took, he cut some corners as far as uh, when he launched that that rocket, it might have been a little bigger than they were expecting, right? Yeah, and, and you know, they're saying there's not as many wild nesting birds of one species. There's only three this year instead of eight, you know. So, so we're doing, you know, they're, just, they're trying to shut them down, especially with the rockets, because Bezos, the bald boy, is... Uh, not hey, happy. Ball, we, we, we you got bald po- people. You know, hey, hey, we're, we're follic- <laughs> both Dennis and I are follically challenged here, and you know, now you're triggering us, Danny. Oh boy, I, I didn't mean. I think I, I, I think <laughs> talking to you. I was never like that. Yeah, see what happens. See what happens. Listen, I took an app, some apps off my tablet a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and uh, I'm trying to find find one of them to restore it, and I. I looked on, online, and there's all these ways to find, you know, like deleted apps so you can bring them back. 
But they all seem to apply to telephones, Android phones and stuff, and I can't find any for in my Galaxy tablet. Hmm. Um, well, right in the Play Store itself, it should say you know what you had before. You should right. be able to just refind it and load it again. You, uh, yeah, wait, you should be able to go through your list of acquired apps. Yeah, the Play Store. There's a Play Store app. Yeah, so they, they've got stuff that you downloaded you took down before on the Play Store. Yeah, the Play Store will have it again. If you want to put it back, it'll put it back. Well, you know, I went to this Play Store, and I couldn't find any. Uh, it says, for you, top charts, kids, events, news, and premium. Mm-hmm. In, uh, well, you would just search the name of the app. Now, again, it could be that the app... I can't remember exactly what the name of the app was. Well, there might be, like Dennis said, previous uh, apps on your system. We can put a link as to how you how to use the Play Store. He's already got it. We've already got it up there for okay, you. Okay, so yeah, that's what I need previously. Because everybody's talking, everybody's just tapped up, you know, the uh, settings in the upper right or the upper left, and I never see that appear on any of my... That they say to find it. All right. Well, it'll be there for you, Danny. Listen, have you ever gone to that little restaurant down Burnside Avenue called Rose's Cafe? I don't think so. No. R-O-S-A apostrophe S. No, I haven't. No. If you ever go out for lunch when you're over there or order out, yeah. It's phenomenal. All right. Well, appreciate cool. we appreciate the review. We got to step out for a break, Danny. Right, Thanks bye. for calling. Bye bye. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab, and we're going to be here till 11 o'clock, so feel free to get online. We have two lines open for you now, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Dennis and I will do our best to help you out with your computer problems, questions, and concerns. I know we're all running around this uh, morning to batten down the hatches, but, uh, you know, we're here in a, in a studio, a couple pasty white computer geeks, uh, here to help you out with your computer problems. <laughs> so... Uh, Feel free to give us a ring. Let's go to your calls. You were nice enough to join us already. We're going to go to Nick in Enfield first. He was on the longest. What's going on, Nick? Oh, good morning. Morning. Um, I have a Hotmail account, and um, I received an email from Louise Fairweather, and it says, Update, dear valued user, starting on the 23rd of August, Microsoft customers who have not confirmed their email account will no longer be able to log into them through email addresses. Oh, boy. Yeah, we're currently checking, et cetera, et cetera, <laughs> and then says valid verification, you know, a little, Yep. Um, what right. do they call it, a hot spot? Yeah. So I figure that's phishing. You're right. Oh, yeah. I was going to ask you what Ooh. your password was, but you already <laughs> knew. What, that's exactly what Miss Fairweather is trying to do, is simply doing that. And it's a, that's a very simple scam, right? Yeah. She doesn't need to guess it. She doesn't need to, to do anything. You, you're literally, if you did fall for it, would have put it in for her. Yeah. Yeah, uh, a couple of months ago, I got something allegedly from Microsoft again saying anybody who has an account ending with Hotmail, they're going to be discontinued and um, to go on and on. And mm-hmm. I figure it was a similar phishing expedition because my Hotmail accounts have continued. Um, I, I think what they were doing was preying on, on the information that um, Microsoft said that they were going to switch to having uh, the tag of Outlook mm-hmm. from that point on. But right. I think they were trying to fish for information again. You're exactly right. So most yep. phishing attacks are, are going to be uh, around things that occur that seem plausible, right? So if Microsoft does have that kind of uh, public relation release, the bad guys are like, ah, 
I'm going to send a bunch of emails to these people and try to sound like I'm legit. Uh, never, ever fill out any information like that in email. So I'm glad you brought it up. And just just to reiterate, the IRS is not going to do that. Your bank's not going to do that. No. Um, a lot there's any institution out there is not going to tell you to reconfirm through an email link your credentials. If I mean, if they do, they're just a that's a bad organization to work with. Um, never do that. So Nick, I'm glad you called and are going to let people think again about phishing because phishing is pretty pretty uh, rampant these days. And uh, without security awareness training, like we just did, right. Live on the radio, security awareness training on the radio. If you don't get this type of training, you can fall for all sorts of scams. I, I've, I've gotten similar things from credit cards or um, stores that I do business with. They have a co-branded credit card, too. Right. I just ignore that stuff. Yeah, and again, it's the bad guys trying to act like they're the storms. They're not, they're not actually the, the stores, right? They're just, yeah. they're just impersonating. Yeah. Right, and they, they can include the proper logos and everything in the mail, so it looks really good. Right. But you got to resist that urge. And you did, Nick, so you get a gold star. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I enjoy the show, and good luck to us all in Connecticut with this storm. Oh, I was going to say you could just leave it right there. Without... <laughs> <laughs> well, but yes, with the storm. all in Connecticut, period. There you go. That's all you need, Nick. Thanks, sir. Yeah. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> I thought he was going to leave it right there. Let's go on to uh, John in Farmington next. Hey, what's happening, John? Hi, I bought a new computer that has Windows 10. All right. I want to use it with an external security modem, and that's done through the Keyspan adapter. I plug in the Keyspan adapter. I go to Device Manager. It shows on Device Manager. When I click on it, it says the drivers for this device are not installed. And then you can search for a driver on the computer, which I've done. And it says there's no drivers on the computer. Go to the manufacturer. Yeah. I went to the manufacturer, and it has uh, a, down, a download for the driver for that specific unit. Uh, but the problem is, when I download it, it doesn't appear on the device manager. I don't know where it goes. So, John, this Keyspan adapter that you're using, are you, is it a trip light device? Is it a what? Trip, who's the manufacturer? The manufacturer, well, it's Keyspan. That's the manufacturer. Okay. So I will go to Keyspan, hmm. and it says they have the driver. It's called Driver Easy. Oh, <laughs> Do you know what he's no. doing? Do you know what he's doing? Yeah, he went to one of the advertising sites that popped up in the search listings mm. when, I, when I just looked this up. Yeah, I I see it right here. And yeah, it, there is a in it, I I did a search on the words Keyspan adapter driver. Right, and Same the thing fifth I did. one down on the list is DriverEasy.com. Right, which but is not the right. It's place, not though. where you want to go. No. So where, where do I want to go? Uh, you oh, go to triplight.com, and that's got two P's in it. So T-R-I-P-P-L-I-T-E dot com. Yeah, we think it's a triplight product. Give me that again, T. T is in Tom, R, I, P is in Paul, P is in Paul, L, I, T is in Tom, E, dot com. Okay. 
And uh, you should be able to get into their support. There's a support link over on the right side of their webpage near the top. Okay. And then you should be able to look through the different products. There's a product support search box over on the left once you open up the support link. And you should be able to type in Keyspan, I think. I'm going to do it right here and see what I get. What do you use it for, John? I'm trying to figure out what this thing is. You're adapting something. You're adapting something. It's from... a serial adapter. Yeah, it looks like it. But what are you connecting I'm, to? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm adapting a modem. And in the modem setup, when uh. you go to the modem, it lists COM ports. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So you're using, this modem is a secure modem of some kind, you said? No, it's a security modem. It's a modem where I can call on the phone line into a remote security panel. I see, I see. So you're using old technology, and now you've got a Windows to I see, and you're adapting it. I'm with you now. Yeah. Because on Windows 7, I never had this problem. Well, yeah, welcome to our world. So (laughs) we'll we'll give you a link to the Triplight site that should give you the proper spot to get this driver, not wherever you ended up, which was a more of a malware-type advertising place. Yeah, like. you definitely don't want to download anything from Driver Easy. Mm-mm. Okay. Yep. So we'll get you a link out there, John. Go to computertalkwithtab.com, and your link will be there. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Good luck. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. Bye. So we're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. We have four lines open for you, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. And uh, I know while you're out there running around getting milk and eggs and bread and whatever, I wouldn't get the eggs. I wouldn't even get the milk, considering I don't think we're going to have power for a little while. That's my uh-huh. guess. Yeah. Dennis and I were reminiscing Gloria <laughs> Oh yeah. The, over the break. And I remember Gloria uh, very fondly. Um, that's a long story. And Dennis <laughs> was, <laughs> and I, my wife might be listening, so I can't tell you the story. Uh, and Dennis was uh, reminiscing about a risk game, right? At UConn? Yeah, at UConn. Yeah, okay. we were stuck in our dorms, couldn't really go anywhere or do anything. And so we played risk for a couple of days. See, we're geeks, man. <laughs> we, we play these kinds of things. Um, I think I had a better time than you did, but that's just between <laughs> Dennis and I. <laughs> That's it. Won't go there. <laughs> no more said. <laughs> uh, but feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. We'll do our best to help you out with your comments, questions, and concerns. And actually, it looks like we have a call coming in. So before I bring up this story about how Bitcoin is going to rule, ruin the world, I'll go to Dorothy in Litchfield first. Hey, Dorothy, what's happening? Oh, that was quick. <laughs> yeah. Aren't first you in lucky? line. Wow. I, I was... I'm in the market for a new Mac, iMac, and I know Dennis had one at one point. I still do. Yeah, he's a, he's oh. an Apple guy. Oh, that's good. And a PC guy. Uh, yes, mine's both. Mine's 10 years old, and I um, I have to get a new one. I don't think this is secure anymore. Uh, no, not things. after 10 years. You won't be able to get any security updates. Yeah. I see now the new one that is the Apple M1 uh, chip. As yes. As opposed to the... Um, I have a 27-inch iMac now, and I know they still have that. And I was looking at that in the 10-core, um, the the, gener- the 10th generation 9-core. So I didn't know what's the you know what's better, one over the other. Well, it depends on how long you plan to remain in the Mac universe. Um, if you're in it for the long haul and you're going to keep this computer for another 10 years, unless they uh, update the software where you can't. Well, 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> but go ahead. Um, I was. I'm thinking that you might want to go with the M1 chip because you're going to find that more and more of the software that people are developing over the next few years is going to be developed for the M1 chip and not for Intel. And if you buy an Intel Mac right now, you're going to find, you know, maybe five years from now, well, the operating system is still being updated because they keep them secure that long. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, this nice program that you maybe want to buy for the Mac eh, doesn't work on an Intel chip anymore. Right. Okay. So if you're in it to stay in the Apple universe, I would go with the M1. If okay. you're not sure and if you really like the performance of the Intel, and I know a lot of people do. Is there a price difference too? Um it's relative okay and i think it's based more on how easily they're they're able to get the right chips that they want nowadays it's um, i don't think it's a matter of well yeah it's availability it's figuring into it yeah. um but of course they make their own m1 chips yeah so they have a better stream of that yeah um but at any rate there are still some people that like the intel mm-hmm. um and if you're not concerned about the future, then maybe go with the Intel. Yeah, no, I do. I do like uh, Mac. Well, I then, stick with the Mac. then uh, my 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 suggestion is you go with the M1. There you go, Dorothy. Yeah. What's the advantage of the Intel? Well, the the Intel, depending on what you're doing with the Mac, uh, the Intel performance is better in certain respects. Um, with the M1, it's it uses less power, um, mm. and it has a more restricted instruction set, which means that it has to do more things, but it can move along more smoothly. Um, and certain things are just better if you're um, if you're running a server, um, you probably want Intel because it can handle the constant barrage of transactions that are going through the CPU with an M1, it handles uh, changes in transaction traffic for better, for lack of a better phrase. Um, that's, it's really hard to pin down. It really is. And mm-hmm. you're going to, if you look on the internet and you read different people's reviews, you're going to hear different things. Right. And that's what the problem is. There's just not a lot of consistency in how people are using their Macs. That's why I called you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, now but, you got another opinion, Dorothy. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, it sounds to me like you're in it to stay and I would go with the M1. Yeah. Okay. Because what I mostly use it for are I like to do photos and things. I'm not into gaming or anything. Well, you probably wouldn't find that much of a performance difference at all then anyway. Okay. So okay. if it costs more to get the Intel, I wouldn't even do it. There you go. No. I have one more question. I okay. know, Eric, you've always talked about routers and um I was wondering, my, my router's 10 years old as well, and we keep dropping Wi-Fi. No. Yeah, you got to so get rid of that. I'm going to have to get a new one as well. Yep. Uh, could you recommend? Yes, we have to go to our break here, and then when we come back, I'll give you a recommendation. How's that? Great, thanks. You got it. We'll put you on hold. We're going to step out for a quick break. We'll be right back. Uh, yes, we are back. Spirit of the radio. Isn't it radio appreciation? Right? Some sort of radio appreciation day yesterday or something like that. This is the perfect song for it. And if you don't know this song, shame on you. 
Um, let's go back to your calls. We're going to go to uh, Dorothy. So, Dorothy, um, as far as routers go, 10 years is a long time to not to... Very long time. It may not be as secure as you'd like it to be. And, yes, the Wi-Fi will drop out. Those little radios get tired. They do. So, I'm a fan of Linksys, um, for better or for worse, for home. And uh, they've got a good MR8300 mesh Wi-Fi router for, like, $199. Um, what was the model? It's a model MR8300. Um, okay. And it's a good, you know, middle line. You can spend more on routers. Depending on the size of your home, you may want to spend more to get one that's going to be even more robust as far as that broadcast of, of signal. And make sure we really should treat our routers like our coffee makers. You know, in the old days, the routers were down in the basement. You know, the, the IT guys had to go down there, clear the cobwebs, and, you know, find out where the router is. It really needs to be central to your home. It is more important than a coffee maker as far as I'm concerned. It is. Right? So Absolutely. Get it out there and in in right in the middle of your living room, you know, put a little flower next to it, whatever. But it needs to be center to your, your life. Because during COVID, when we had to move four to 5,000 people remote, we now had to deal with their really crappy home networks. Oh, right? yeah. Trying to get, oh, yeah. And we didn't sign up for that, by the way. <laughs> and trying to get all those people then to connect into their business networks, which are pretty darn solid, right? Yes. But their home networks were garbage. So if we can help future IT people by getting folks to really appreciate and put their Wi-Fi device right in the middle of their living room, where you know, we should How almost be... How does that hook up to the computer then? How, what do you mean? It, oh, you, it doesn't have to. Well, it would hook wirelessly if you wish. Or you can run data cables from, from a switch. You would connect to that router. But you want to have that, that wireless signal nice and central to your, your home. And you want to have easy access to it when you have to reboot it, right? right? Oh, definitely. So who wants to go down in the basement and all the cobwebs and reboot well, it? Ours is pretty good. It's uh, just off the living room. Nice. You've done the right thing. All right. Then you've got the right place. You just have to have the right device. Yep. Get, update okay. your router. <laughs> Okay. So check it out. And, and one more question on the on the computer. Is, is a one terabyte storage sufficient for a home computer for the apple device that you was talking oh about. yeah 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 okay. that should be more than enough are you getting solid state i assume yeah it, nice. it'll either be solid state or fusion drive okay yep. and does it make a difference if it's solid state as to how much storage it takes well the solid state just has a little less capacity but if you get a fusion drive you'll get the performance of solid state with the space of a magnetic drive because well, it said it's solid state. So. Oh, then that's that you're should be enough. Shape. You're yep. going to love your new computer. I hope so, yeah. And, a, and a, is a Seagate backup drive a good one? It's a good one. You're going to need, you should get a couple. Just one drive is not a backup. Okay. Ask, ask the Dallas Police Department. <laughs> I still don't know how to do I have it into the time machine for one of them. Well, that, that will do. That will be your main backup. Yeah. Okay. But you can also plug in an additional drive, and it will be a second time machine backup. And you rotate them. Well, you actually have to leave them connected most of the time. No, do you? Yeah. That's why I'm not an Apple guy. But that worries me, right? I don't want the bad guys to encrypt Yeah, but they are, they're not, those those drives are yep. not live on the operating system. Even better. So you've... They are, they are distinct, and if you encrypt it, then no program running on the Mac can ever get into the data inside them. Nice. All right. It is pretty secure. Yeah, all right. It Good. really is. I'm, I know I know why you're skeptical, on the but PC it side. is very secure. All right. Yeah. Dennis gives you a stamp of approval. I'm good. <laughs> so you, you said Seagate is good, 
but you have a better one? No, no, no. Uh, we just recommend two, at least two of them, not oh, just one. Okay. Very good. Well, thank you so much for your help. You're welcome, Dorothy. Good luck. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, guys. So we're going to be here for another hour. Feel free to get online. Two lines open for you. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Tom, Joe, hang on. He's not, and it's Tom, not from Harwington. There's no T, right? No G. No, no G. No G. I got it wrong again. I'm a mess. <laughs> Feel free to get online. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We'll do our best to help you out with your comments, questions, and concerns. Everything's been posted by Mike G Live over at computertalkwithtab.com. Of course, if you miss a show, go to WTIC.com and click on the Odyssey. You can go to podcasts and catch every show you missed, and we'll be there for you. We'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.